Полными далеко Смотрят глазами В танце кружат до утра Молят руками сосны на очах Поднялись дымом Хоробуди закружили Текущим дымом Камней подо мной Разбит лупами Берегу несутся день Черными огнями Лица светят Яркие костры Небо поднимается Красные столбы Полные далеко Смотрят глазами В танце кружат до утра Манят руками Сосны на очах Поднялись дымом Хоробуди закружили Текущим дымом Камней подо мной Разбит лупами Берегу несутся тени Черными огнями Лица светят Яркие костры Небо поднимается Красные столбы Yeah,
My name is DJ Moose, and this is episode 535 of the Gothic Moose, and I am very pleased to be joined by Bane Wolfkind and Marcelina Urbanska uh, on this episode of the Gothic Moose. Welcome to the show, live from Poland. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so uh, tell me about yourselves. We can maybe start with Bane. Yeah. Um... Musician Barry Wolfkind uh, from Australia. More often I say about myself, anyway. Yeah, uh, big supporter of Ukraine um, with my music in the, since the, since things started back in 2014. So yeah, I've just been I performed there earlier in the year, in April. You know, donating all the money from my Sales, different. Doing some t-shirt runs just to get so all the money that I make out of music going there. And at the moment, I'm in Poland recording a new album. Nice. And so we'll use part of that of that album. That's hopefully we'll look into some a tour next in, in spring next year. Yeah. When the when, yeah in Europe when the that seems to be our late a Swiss label Einsteiart. Each vinyl, that is new vinyl releases. So, yeah, so looking forward to that. And, uh, hi, Marcelina. Uh, I'm mainly a tattooer, but I consider myself uh, just a massive music hipster nerd, however you want to call it. You know, <laughs> uh, I actually love music since, you know, beginning of my life. Uh, um, I'm just very happy to participate. Honestly, it still feels very uh, abstract to me, and I still sort of feel like a third wheel, but I'm just very happy to, you know, hop on this wagon and do the best I can, I guess, and it's very, very excited to start, to, to finally be a part of it in some way, rather than just listening to music and, you know, learning about it. So I'm, I'm very happy to, to help in any way. And uh, also collaborating on the new, this new album is uh, guitarist in Los Angeles. So we have a lot of uh, people contributing for different places. Hopefully, getting some stuff from Ukraine as well. Some contributions there on the the, the songs. So truly uh, multinational, then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so. You know, and yeah. helping out wherever you can with Ukraine. Yeah, I first performed there in 2015. Just a couple of shows, one in Keith and one in Nice. Yeah, so made some uh, strong uh, ties there with people. Yeah, I would even say a family, right? Like, yeah. yeah, there is definitely a family aspect in there, I think, from what you've been saying to me, yes. which is amazing. In a world where most people don't seem to give a shit, um, it's wonderful to meet people who do care and to, you know, someone who actually tries to go above and beyond uh, just like, you know, normal helping out. Um, yeah, it's just in this way, it's quite disappointing. There's some artists who seem to be very um, silent, almost, supporting that other side. I won't go into any names, but yeah, it's, it's disappointing. But there's a bunch of other people who are. Um, like uh, Rome and lots right, of yes, yes, incredible what he's doing as well. Thank you, Device of Rosa going in there to each show. There's a German band from Leipzig, Alter, who have been yep. recently. Um, 
and there's yeah there's uh i know there's a band called the tiger lilies yeah yeah I, I believe i played yeah. them um yeah they did a collaboration with uh, my friend gara's band the hypnotunes they're just a special recording with them and yeah so there's now there's a lot of other artists too that are right saying, going in there doing gigs and you know if you live in europe especially it's not for just you're just going to get a van or get on a train bus in that so uh, have you done any shows uh in the last year and a half in uh, ukraine only in, in april leadership just just one show in kiev guitarist in ukraine uh, Derek and so he's forms of me on stage so we have one show there that's the ukraine yeah and my and, and yeah all the money we made from the show Got donated and went towards uh purchasing a drone you know the drones right, the right. yeah and so yeah so that's up there doing its job dropping a little handy on the on the russians so let's talk about the bands uh you chose to play sure who's, who's up first who do we have first up we have uh more one with the track i have no idea <laughs> uh, oh yeah i think we checked the translation yesterday and in english it's waves um i think pronunciation is volne but yeah it's it's a great track i just remember um i don't remember exactly the year it was it was released i think it was quite recent but I just keep remembering that whenever I'm listening to this album, it's pretty great. It has four tracks on the album and it's made in a, this very good way where you can just listen to it on and on and on and on. And you just happen to all of a sudden notice like, oh, wait, I think I've listened to it like 20 times already. <laughs> At war, we're just listening to it all the time. And yeah, I pretty much, I don't exactly understand what he's saying, but I pretty much know words by heart already you know because <laughs> like it so many times it's very good very great artist um i love the song in the album yeah and it's about playing yeah 100 um, and uh yeah uh, necropolis a uh, ukrainian band from the 90s um with my stuff get relatives band and uh just on tree of life um play Zintar, it's my guitarist Eric's band. Um, I think you played Zintar before on the show. Yep, yep. Gothic, Art. kind of a uh, Barry Cartner, kind of uh, country, um, amazing stuff. As for Ukraine, they're uh, my, my friends from Odessa. There's a track called I'm Your Witch. Nice. Guess uh, Ukraine also have a label called Cash Game. They have like, an, also like, an online magazine and a label. What, what, um, so, sorry, what's the name of the label again? Uh, catacomb. Catacomb. Yeah, because in Odessa, the, the, the whole city is full of these catacombs underneath the tunnels, underneath the city. And in, they were also used in the Second World War for assistance, hospitals, schools, and so on. Um, so that's, um, <coughs> but yeah, so they, um, they also, um, myself, um, and the people from, um, that's Ukraine, and, uh, the guy from the, Rostov Industrial Festival, we all got together and got a bunch of different bands from all over the world to do a, a benefit release of songs. 
Um, so that came out a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, and then uh, next track I think was Dacia from um, my friend from from Ukraine is now in Latvia, and it's a song called Knife. And we're doing we're collaborating on some stuff. Awesome music, so it's a very very cool track. And the last one was the Curse Loot. Yeah, because EBM sounding um, band. Well, that track, me. I mean, this, for, for me, you know, the upside to the Russians invading Ukraine is I've discovered a swath load of <laughs> Ukrainian bands I never would have known otherwise because they weren't they weren't coming across as frequently. Um, on my side of the pond. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's, sure there's thousands we also don't know about. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of those things It's really hard to like, you know, dig down and find like, you know, because sometimes bands just exist locally, right? You know, like yeah. or they might have their stuff on Bandcamp, but really nobody knows about them outside of whatever city you happen to live in. Yeah. And they, they and like uh, I saw a Zuntai concert in Helsinki that was massive it was at the Galatage music hall in Eve where it was the place where Leibach were wanted to play but got you know they they decided they didn't want them there which is I agree with yeah it was massive hundreds of hundred people just crammed in the, the, yeah they're such a strange band uh, Leibach they came so they, the, I saw them play uh here in uh Quebec uh like our province um at a farmer's festival uh, okay. <laughs> so like in the middle of like farmland and there's like this music festival that they put on and Leibach was one of the headliners and so we go to the festival and there's all these like old farmers you know hanging about and I was yeah. like this this is so weird so they start playing mm -hmm. and of course all the old farmers are like what the fuck is this like this isn't <laughs> You know, cool. like they were expecting like country music or you know s something yeah. along those lines, and so, and so they all leave. <laughs> and it's just like so they were as disappointed as most people who see like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fans to go and see them. Well, it's yeah. A, yeah, and and you, you know, I I guess at one point, you know, when your mission is to shock all the time, you don't know where to stop, yeah. and, and where it just. You know, it's not shock value anymore. It's just kind of, kind of like offensive. Yeah, um, yeah. and new creditors were very offended by the whole. Um, yeah, being a the Kremlin apologists and uh, and they, then they want to play in key. So, oh, look, we're donating money to the. We're going to donate the money from the concert to to Ukraine, but they're like, yeah, but <laughs> ethically, you know, coming from the wrong wrong side. It, what's it like in Poland with what's been going on? Um, you know, because it, like Poland got, I think, like the, the most refugees that came out of Ukraine. Yeah, um, I gotta say, again, it was very abstract uh, when it started, you know, when we heard about the first bombing and everything going on and just the fact that it's so close to you. Uh, it could happen, you know, you kind of sort of realize there's obviously uh, some anxiety about happening so close. Uh, but on the upside, I gotta say, I think it's the first time that I've seen Polish people being so united together, you know. 
um, especially that government took a good amount of time to actually do something and you would see so many people just creating pages, um, events online, um, getting, you know, basically just creating all these um, massive spaces into places where you would get a lot of food, a lot of basically just everything, you know. I would say on these Facebook posts, people would be saying like, please don't like bring any more stuff because like we're already so stuck up on stuff, you know, and still that's before the government did anything, you know. So uh, I was very happy to see to, to see that, to see the reaction. Uh, so many people would just get into their cars and drive to the border to basically pick up anybody to help anybody, you know. Uh, everybody was doing their best. Um, we did um, a walking day at the shop as well, where we were doing tattoos, where we um, get it, where we got money that was later on donated as well. All of the money went to Ukraine. Uh, I think pretty much most of my friends did that as well, so that was great. Um, from personal perspective as well, uh, I just I just remember one picture of my head where. I think I was going, I was just taking a train to Krakow and basically anywhere you would take the train, every train station was just loaded, you know, and right. you see people everywhere. You see families, you see kids, you see everybody just like either sitting on the ground or just like unsure where to go, what to do. But luckily there were still a lot of places set up like essentially to uh, give information to help and to do anything possible, you know, so that's that's great, you know, I, I, I was just very happy to see people, you know, uniting to help right. and seeing that on such an extent, so that was very, very good. And several times we went down to Krakow and there's, a, there's been a protest there in the main square <laughs> every day since since start of the, I'm not sure if it was before, from 2014, but definitely from 2022, massive every day, massive big uh, demonstration. So they sing a few songs as well, which is like the, the, the main organizers uh, do it, like to do so. John Lennon and Leonard Cohen. Yes, we we have this moment together that was very beautiful that we still like to go back to. When I, basically where we met on the main square for the first time, there was uh, these guys who all set up, already play, you know, and I think they're playing Imagine by John Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like every time we hear the song, we were just like, you know, thinking of that moment. So that 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 was pretty yeah. pretty nice. A little bit out of tune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Right, we loved it. So, you know. So let's go uh, with the next set, um, and we're going to start it off with two tracks from Bane Wolfkind from you. Um, one featuring just you and one also featuring Marcelina. Um, uh, yeah, the first track, yeah, Pimp Stick is an all. It's from my first um, full-length album. Um, yeah, and there's so many different tracks, but I just I chose that one. It, uh, and there's a duet, new track, Sleep for the Cigarettes. It's like a duet. It was the first duet I'd ever done. Normally, I do all the vocals on my records. I have different people involved, but not. Not doing vocals, so and I like the, the idea of a duet, classics, you know. all right. Uh, Lee and Nancy sort of thing. 
So let's go with those two tracks and then we'll be back to talk about the others.
will Better have been killing my brain so far so It only takes a bullet to make the wine toin And this one's for you
after Bane Wolfkind, what did we hear? Suburban love and death in the dark. Be suburban or it's Australian. It's from from the eighties. Uh, it was a band I used to see. Uh, yeah, I know it was more muscle in his choice. Nice. Yeah, I actually didn't know them. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they sort of changed as they as they went on. Made up a lot of famous uh, people. Uh, super group. James Baker, who was in the this band called the Hoodoo Gurus, a famous Australian band. Tim Salmon was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from the scientists. And, yeah, so. I think a uh, fun fact about this band actually that I found out after I found out obviously uh, about this album, I think it's called X Men's Jazz is that they apparently uh, recorded this album just for fun and for laughs and they didn't expect anything but like it actually got a lot of recognition and afterwards they decide to do more which is I guess a good thing yeah for it's, a band. It, it's, it's funny how often that happens like when yeah. when you do something not seriously it ends up working out better than when you actually try to make something work Exactly. Less pressure is always the best. This is less art, right? <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, okay, so after Beast Suburban, we had Box of Fish. Yeah, Box of Fish were a great, a great band. I mean, the Beast Suburban were kind of people from all over Australia, but there was a whole congregating in Sydney at that time. It was a cool place. And um, yes, the Box of Fish were a local, a local band. Um, they were kind of inspired by the birthday party. They saw some of their shows, the famous Australian band. And uh, yeah, so they kind of like mixed it a little bit more with sort of a more punk sort of edge. But yeah, just an amazing, beautiful, sleazy. We used to call it, we used to call it grunge, grungy before grunge <laughs> became. <laughs> there was a lot of. Before, before grunge ruined music. Um. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> We put all we put all this like sleazy, scrumpy sort of junky rock and roll, cowboy stuff. We put it all grungy, but there was a lot of like uh, sharing, like a lot of records getting out west coast of the states. So there was all yeah, there was a good sort of like yeah, share chill, share your music. So I don't know if that's how they got the name in the states. Another fun fact, actually, I think they're only um, doing recording, like, they're, they're sorry, they're only active for two years, that so they only released one album, but what a great album it is. Yeah, the album's got stuff from around the gills. There are a bunch of really, really, other really cool tracks. That's just the one that I chose. So, it's still available out there, you can still get copies of it. And then we wrapped up that set with Scraping Fetus Off the Wheel. Yeah, I chose I'm in mean, Love. I love what a sort of the people who inspired me, but in way, some ways with my music, along with someone like Alan Baker, Suicide. Um, yeah, he's originally an Australian guy, but I didn't even know that. Oh, well, that's you? cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I just love this. I just love this, uh, this song for Throw the Agony. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And I think the song that we. Uh, we were talking about a lot back in the day as well, and we used to just write to each other. I think uh, I'll see you. I meet you in Poland. Uh, I, I meet you in Poland, baby. Yeah, that's a, such a great yeah. one as well. We we're actually thinking of maybe doing like putting this one on, but then in the end, we decided um, right, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's good. All right, nice. <clears throat> so, how did you two meet then? See, if you're talking, if you're, because I. 
if if I get it right, you met in person. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst uh, Imagine was playing. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes, that's my here. Yeah. What's the name of the squirrel? Um, um the Morinek, you know, but that's like a square in Polish in yeah. general. Um, so actually, you know, like I mentioned before, um, I'm I'm a big music nerd. Um, you know, I do tattooing, but still music is like a main, you know, uh, driving force for me and creatively, especially, and since I can remember. And I would say anytime I would paint something, anytime I do it like an illustration, a painting uh, by hand, I will always be inspired by usually one song. Wow. Uh, that would be like a driving force for picture and then obviously an inspiration. Um, and one of the pictures I did was actually inspired by Bay. Um, and it was a song, A Scarred Called Hate. Um, and I think, yeah, I used to listen to a lot of the album at the time. Uh, I think that was... 2020 maybe 2019 um and then yeah I, I i painted a painting you know i posted it whatever and i guess like after some time maybe i i, I was like oh might as well just like set it under to you i i don't know i was just like you know just, just wanted to thank uh thank you for inspiration you know like i i really appreciate it <laughs> I really appreciate it and especially you know like i uh, being an artist and a visual artist I understand how hard it is to uh, be a successful musician as well, you know. Um, and I just want to support, you know, and just want to say thank you for for inspiration. And I think we just started talking now and then mm. from from then. And obviously, we uh, we're just mutually, I think, like obviously pretty into music, and we happen to listen to a lot of very very similar stuff. Um, so from then it was basically just like a link after link after link, you know, <laughs> like sending stuff back and forth, you know, which again, like I, you know, that's, that's my favorite thing, you know, like just, it, it's, I think it's very rare for me to find somebody who like keeps bringing me new stuff and I'm just like, wow, okay. Like Box of Fish, for example, was a band that David sent me that, uh, again, like gave me a lot of pretty, uh, inspiration. Yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing when that happens. Yeah. You know, I've had yeah. I, many years ago. I interviewed a band from Quebec City, and the guy who I was interviewing is like, "Oh, do you know this band?" I'm like, "No." They'd be like, "Oh, you have to like check this band out." Now, what about this one? Uh, he just like dumped a whole bunch of bands I didn't know, and I was like, "Ah." Uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is, and and it's it's so nice and I, and as I mentioned, you know, some of the bands you're introducing me to today, you know, that I didn't know, and it's amazing to discover bands. All right, so let's uh, go to the next set. We're gonna start it off with Smokey with the track "I'll Always Love You," and uh, we'll be back uh, in a moment.
Smoky. Yeah. Um, how come you chose that track? Yeah, well, Smoky was, um, yeah, I used to originally for Baltimore, lived on the streets of LA, and then um, I lived on the streets of New York and moved to LA. And uh, I think they said they were, they were too gay to get a record deal. It's very like, uh, please, there's an album. Uh, it's a compilation of all the tracks that are doing in the late 70s. How far will you go? It's just very... I think it, I would, I would say ahead of its time a little yeah. bit because it has these, it's, it's obviously, you can clearly tell it's 70s, but it sounds very 80s as well. Yeah. So, we chose, there's a few tra tracks on that. Mm. We didn't, oh, very we didn't want to choose them. We didn't want to choose the song. I want to be a piss. Now I think this, um, I think maybe John some from, you know, the Stooges played all that. There, there was some on the, on the album, on the recording. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful track. Excellent. Lizzie late night. In Your favorite. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Work out this music. Yeah, like had a really It's very funny because every once in a while the screen shifts or there's like fur yeah. going across. There's a main screen behind it. Yes, she loves to be involved. She loves the attention. <laughs> okay, so let's start Smokey. Check him out. Cool. Um, after Smokey, we have DAF with Sato Sato. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, death is always probably I hear it in my music. It's always inspiration. And that was the first death song I heard as a kid in Tunisia after um, making some weed with a friend. So we went, it was on the radio, went back to his house and. Uh, Wow, it was on the what radio. Yes, I can change job. Yeah, it changed my life. Wow. Yeah, imagine Europe before the internet, just hearing something on the radio. Like, how do you actually find it out? You know, when you hear something, you're like, oh, I don't have Chasm or whatever. Like, but it's. You know. Yeah, luckily I got to meet Gabby from Def just before, I think just before. 2019, it's on the way, just had a, a chat with Bertrand mm -hmm. just before he died. Right, right. I, <clears throat> I had my copy of um, I Was As Good, that album, and I um, was trying to get him to sign it, and Gabby was like, yes, yes, but just like, you just got to get a cigarette first, so I was going to hunt it. It's not in the end, but three balls, my... That's great. There, there, there was a documentary uh, called, uh, actually, I forget what it was called, but it was about the Long Island radio, WLIR. Um, yes. Right. And sort of being like the first one to play New Wave in the US and like we're bringing those sorts of sounds of like synth pop and whatever to 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 the US. And I remember asking, I have an older brother and I was saying, like, how, how did you find out about music? You know, like, where would you go? to get music like I, I as when I was you know getting into music it was like ah uh, I like I was really into goth so I'd like try to find everything that was on the Cleopatra label so I just because it would all be mixed into you know like the rock section so you basically have to go through looking at names oh this one sounds goth is it on Cleopatra no okay next one <laughs> and and hope you'd find something and he was saying it was you know there was a public radio station here in Canada, uh, CBC Radio, that used to have a tele uh, a show that played all kinds of new stuff. Called the show was called Brave New Waves, and it was my father who told my brother about it. It's like, oh, you you like this? You should listen to this show. Um, mm. So it's it's funny that there's like to hear stuff on the radio. Like most of the stuff I have I've listened to, it's never played on the radio ever. Uh, <laughs> At least not here. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that Long Island station, the station <clears throat> responsible for getting like YouTube was it that they were the ones YouTube. Kind of I, it's, it's it's possible. Like I, yeah, there was yeah. some band that went on to be well Duran Duran too. I think. Yeah. Uh, like they were yeah. the first ones to play Duran Duran. Um, you know, yeah, it's a really, really cool documentary. I think some things went a bit shaky at the end of that whole station, but yeah, very yeah. very cool. Doc. It's like these these moments in time where it's like something amazing happens, you know. And yeah, and it, it, it doesn't seem to be. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be a, a time now. This is this sort of world. So we're watching. This, we're watching this documentary recently. Being movie. This documentary about um, this uh, guy from Manchester and yeah, um, in Berlin and documenting the city. He was also in from seventy nine to. 89 i think so it's yeah so it's mostly just like uh berlin in 80s which is pretty incredible footage and amazing soundtrack amazing yeah amazing pictures i definitely very very much so recommend it's my favorite documentary i remember watching it for the first time in in my life and i had to like rewatch it straight away because it was so good yeah he was responsible i think for promoting malaria 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was their, their manager. Their manager, yeah, for my job. Yeah, so it's a very, yeah, very cool. He lived with Nick Cave for a while as well. Okay. Huh. Um, and going back to the to, to the radio aspect and just discovering new stuff, I guess for me, because he said that nowadays it doesn't really happen that much. But I would say, like, well, myself from my perspective, a lot of the music I found out is from a NTS radio. You probably know this, right? No. Oh, so it's like an internet radio. Uh, with everything um, and they usually invite uh, either musicians to play their favorite uh, shows and it's just mine of of very very good stuff when I would just try to find my favorite kind of tags you know play some uh, auditions and and often and especially when I'm working at the shop you know like you don't want to listen to the same stuff all the time so it's always better to put something on the radio right and one of the times I would be like oh my god what's this you know and then I'm just like you know it's, it's like a deep dive mm -hmm. after that yeah, actually got this in late some of the bars was yeah yeah or TG special have like curated side shows yeah Regular shows. One of my favorite ones is uh, Oddcast from Martin Newell from uh, Cleaners from Venus. He's pretty old now, British guy, and he just plays like so much great, like weirdo, old weirdo British music <laughs> or like some old pop. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I highly recommend. It, it, it's it's funny that the set, we're not there yet, but we're going to talk about uh, suicide at the end. But when the singer passed away, they were, I was listening to, again, public radio, and it's like during the day, it's mostly like talk, you know, sometimes with artists, sometimes not. A lot of mainstream stuff. And they just happened to play one of the, like, the, the, I forget which what track it was. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds so industrial. Like, but it's from what? like 1970, <laughs> and the guitars are just like, like, <laughs> like kind of like repeating, grinding sound that you get in an industrial track. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a song like um, like Frankie Teardrop. I mean, that's just this pulsing beat from a machine, and this Al Vegas was spewing out this story about this guy killing his set, going home frustrated from working in the factory and killing his wife with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it is very industrial. I, I think we're talking about craft work influencing bands. I think Suicide also. I like the yeah. Ramones. When all those bands to it, yeah. Europe, a um, whole bunch of bands can't go inspired, and I think Suicide was definitely one of them. Right, no, uh, I can see that. There was something I think they were playing for some reason with Elvis Costello, and uh, it was like a bit riot at So obviously, <laughs> yeah, was just all the fans were not fans of Suicide. <laughs> That's, um, all right, so after uh, DF, uh, we have. Uh, one of the oldest goth bands that I discovered on the Gothic Rock compilation from Nick Mercer uh, when I was but a wee young man. Um, Alien Sex Fiend with new Christian music. Yeah, I mean, so it might be just a great album. I love the Alien Sex Fiend. I love that sort of like uh, uh, an almost crapsy kind of uh, approach, um, this sort of death rock sort of sound. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, one of those bands that everybody knows, but then we don't show something like that. It's, it's one of those bands that everybody knows, but they know, like, I Walk the Line and, you know, yeah. like some of the bigger songs. 
and they don't really ever delve more deeply into yeah right yeah there's a lot there's a lot of good stuff i just chose that that one i guess is more sort of in tune with the sort of music i do so i chose that nice there's so many other great songs est trip to the mood i mean it's my favorite it's a, a song and it's love great song to drive to <laughs> um after alien sex feet it was the leather nun with desolation avenue yeah um leather nun the famous uh swedish band from gothenburg uh i mean they, they were on industrial records like they did uh, seven inch monte kizaza i'd be familiar with monte kizaza um, and his work with tg and so on as well uh yeah and i just they were their biggest inspiration kind of like um tongue-in-cheek at times lyrics and just uh blue read style biggie vocals just a certain essence in that music of um sort of like like stuff you hear in some of the stooges uh, music i always loved so uh, we were thinking if we should put our favorite song from the album but then we're like that was a famous song called ffa which stands for Fist Fuckers Associated. Yeah, like, it's such a great song. It's so good. Uh, and, and also, as you said, for driving, I would definitely say a great song for driving yeah. as well. Very groovy and very, very uh, catchy songs. I mean, uh, we, we could have played their cover of well, some. Would give, give me, give me, give me. Give me half a not. See, I was, I was really um, honored. Some so the guitarist would love it. Okay. Complimented me on my music. Oh, I was like, yeah, you know, fanboy mm. kind of. <laughs> right. The, I don't really get fanboyish much. I mean, a bit boyish thing. When I met Genesis, <laughs> the, uh, I, got, I, got, I got taken aback. I was like, sort of forgotten who it was. And I well, got pretty tongue tied. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's such a great album. Like we, we couldn't honestly decide which song to choose because so many hits on the south. Yeah, so if you don't know them, check them out. Yeah, actually, I don't. That's another. It's it's, you know, the, the, thank you for coming on this show. It's been a, a well, <laughs> a, a, a wealth of discovery for me, and we're only halfway through. Uh, well, yeah, this during last week we had to yeah try and get, get, stick to stick to something. Yeah, try to get some kind of formula. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. So after uh, The Leather Nun, we have Soft Cell. Um, yes. With uh, Les Camita. It's also really inspiring. It's like um, it's lyrics. We try to some epic romanticism to the music I really love. And that that, that, that song is, is particularly um, a favorite of mine. It has some, uh, there's a line in it that he was hanging around in the cave, middle lane at the time. I think he's, Mark sort of went goth for a while there. He was for Mark and the Mandas and stuff, and Soft Soul kind of started going that way a little bit more than the earlier stuff. And there's a famous line from a middle lane in the song that he took. Um, we could go out for dinner before I was on drugs. So it's, yeah. It's, it's a really cool line. Yeah. Very nice song. Nice. Nice. And then we wrap that set up with Wild and Blue from the aforementioned Suicide. Yeah, yeah. So then we wanted 
Ocean Suicide. Or I mean, I was very much inspired by Alan Baker's sort of first solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my favorite song on that. That was like a comeback album in what was, was late eighties or something. That that was a comeback album. But what a comeback album! Yeah. Yeah, I was also very much obsessed about like Suicide and also Alan's, uh, you know, other projects uh, back in the day as well. Uh, I think I also did some, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I actually did uh, an illustration, like a big painting uh, for one of his songs as well called Lover of Love from the Cubist Blues album. And uh, it's such a great album. Definitely one of my all time favorites. Cubist Blues is our. Alex Chilton, Juan Baker, and a uh, couple of other people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a weird, weird, like weird kind of like jazzy kind of yeah. experiment. Yeah, it's great. So, um, yeah. you said f for Bane Wolfkind, you have an album possibly coming out uh, yeah. in the spring. Like, oh, hopefully, I mean, we're just, re just recording tracks, got a bunch of tracks um, in the works. Uh, hopefully, maybe by the end of the year. And so, so I hope. In theory, it could be up before the end of the year, but it's, it's, we're, just, we're just still between Los Angeles, all Australia, and yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's, it's a bit of a return to sort of like an older sort of sound of what I used to do. But, so yeah, it's the it's called East of Nowhere. Yeah, it's the, I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll be donating um, money from that album towards Ukraine. Nice. Yeah, I, I noticed in another interview that I quickly read uh, before uh, we started talking uh, yeah. that you also had a number of other bands um, over your um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in, I was, um, I, I, I moved to Austria in 2000 and I was playing in this Austria back from Vienna called the Blue Charge uh, So I was playing with them for like 12 years. Yeah. On on record, and also I was a drummer, and, and they kind of what they turned into sort of more. They're still playing. Uh, the main driver of that band passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, last year. So I was part of that band. Um, I had a similar band to Bangwolfkin, Frankie Machine, um, Nova Homo. It was a lot of electronic sort of band that I had for a while that kind of collaborated with a few different people. David E. Williams, I don't know if you know David E. Williams from Philadelphia. And I played on the track with David that we put on the Catacomb, the Catacomb compilation album in Ukraine. That was like 2018. I collaborated with all the artists as well, but also Texas Death and you do. Man, that's it. You forget sometimes. You know. <laughs> I, I, did some, I did have some music with uh, John Murphy, an Australian um, musician, who unfortunately also passed away. And John Murphy was a uh, uh, great guy, involved in a lot of different bands. He was like a, he was a drummer. Uh, Michelle, but he worked, did a lot of experimental music, but he was in. Played with a lot of bands like Shriekback, SBK, White House, The Associates, Gene Loves Jezebel. Hmm. Uh, and became one of the staples, the staple group of Death and June um, in the last years. So, so, yeah, so we did 
work together as well. Right. I, I, I think I saw in the interview yeah. that you opened for Death in June, right? Yeah, I played a few shows with Death in June, yeah. We follow different shit. Yeah, maybe four or five shows. My 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 uh, greatest support at the show was from Saki TV. Four, I think they called themselves all oh, three at the time. Two thousand fourteen. That was when I met Jen the first time. So excited! Could be the support act for that. That's the, that's so. Yeah, yeah. And that was when Lady J was still alive. And she was great. Ended up hanging out more with her. That showed them Jen, but um, yeah, just the musical. I was just on, on fire at that point. hear all these old songs that I'd forgotten about, right? But I was into them, like into throbbing gristle and all of that stuff, um, but sort of moved away from it. I mean, the rear it's nice. It's it's it's, it's funny. I the, the psychic TV and the throbbing gristle and others of that same, like, um, oh. No, there's another uh, the legendary pink dots. Um, I I don't know. I never really got into any of those those bands, but also because I pretty as my discovery of alternative music began, I fairly quickly became a club DJ. um, Uh Like you know, your entire existence becomes about looking for tracks that you can play. Yeah, on, on yeah, the dance floor, right? Like you, you know, it's all about the beat, the sound, like something very specific you're looking for. Um, yeah. So, and every once in a while, I come across something, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's like like I think I came across something by the Legendary Pink Dots," and I'm like, "Oh, that's a good song." Like, of course, you could never play it in the club, but you know, now that I, you know, I haven't been in a club in you know, five or six years. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've gone through those phases as well. Was doing a little bit of DJing here and there. And I was like, yeah, trying to find yeah, song, like songs. I mean, I love that sort of music you dance to as well. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you, you get into that little, <laughs> not a black hole, but you get, you get stuck in that. Yeah, it becomes, it, it becomes very, very limiting because you're looking at just, yeah. I, and that's part of one of the reasons I have my show. Now, I've been doing this show uh, for 15 years now. And it's really just, it's so I can play whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I do this show for me. If nobody listens to it, I don't care. It's because I have a show that I want to listen to. <laughs> That's pretty much what I do as well. Uh, I've released a couple of mixes on Mixcloud called Moon Songs. Oh, nice. <laughs> and pretty much do the same thing where I'm just like mixing songs together so I can play it at the shop, you know, for myself. <laughs> yeah, just for fun, you know. Uh, so we talked about Bane Wolfkind. Where can people get your uh, music? Oh, you can get it. I want to go into some companies and stuff. But uh, yeah, you can get it on. Um, it's on Apple Music. It's on. Um, I've got it on Camp. Excellent. And I'll, I'll I'll get the links from you and I'll add them yeah. um, to the show notes. Spotify uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I've recently taken control of all my music, so it's all back up there. So yeah, right. If you YouTube, everything's on there. Right. Awesome. And for you, um, where can people find out about what you do? Uh, so I think the best way is to look on Instagram. So it's Marcelina.Urbanska on Instagram. I can also send you 
uh, a link and nice. basically my whole portfolio is there and if you want to listen to my mixes then on Mixcloud is uh, Moon Songs Awesome Oh yeah, you can hit me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like my work, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No pressure, you know. <laughs> I still travel though. Like I go on a guest spot sometimes. Oh, uh, nice. And um, in September I was in Germany and and England. Uh, I think over the last year and a half, I I visited states a few times. So I still try to like oh, nice. travel whenever I can. But then in the same time, it's always about like balancing it out. I I just I love. Katowice, where I'm from, so much. I love working here. I love my shop, you know. So it's it's definitely my comfort zone right here. But so, uh, so we have uh, some Polish bands that we're gonna close out this show with. Who are we gonna hear? You have a list of what? <laughs> Who do we have down first? Uh, I think first there was Shakira. I see it on the left. Yep. yep. Uh, and Shakira, it's it's. Quite well known for if you listen to alternative music if you're from Poland, so that's why I figured it's going to be really good to include them. It's it's just again, it, it, song after song is such a great album. Definitely recommend to listen to if um, if you haven't heard him before. Uh, and I mean, with Polish music, it's it's also similar maybe in a way to Ukraine to try and find out good stuff uh, from the underground. It used to be a little bit tougher, I guess, because Poland used to be a communist country until 89. So it was even harder to try release and push stuff out there, you know? Um, So yeah, Shigeta is one of these bands who luckily got out and there is still a very, very great um, band, you know? Yeah, yeah, and a lot. I, I feel like a lot of people actually listen to them these days, which is which is really great. They're a great band. Cool, cool. That, that that's actually really nice to know because I'm supposed to DJ uh, at, at a Ukrainian event uh, next spring, possibly. Um, but uh, it's for like a mainstream crowd, and so my whole thing is to play like uh, Eastern European music that's yeah. sort of like either about resistance or. You know sort of coming at the same time has the fall of the soviet union um which is like a very, it's a very tricky thing to find <laughs> yeah 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 exactly then i would say uh another song which i included uh, from klaus Mitko might be a good one it's oh, nice. also one of the most important pretty much rock musicians from that kind of era as well i think very very great inspiring sounds excellent thanks Excellent. And that's the song that we're going to be playing after uh, Gruzia, if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know how good yes. my Polish is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gruzia are actually uh, my friends. We actually saw them performing recently in Poznań. Uh, they're amazing. They're another one of these bands who really is trying to push the boundaries of musical genres you know and like everybody's you know trying to have fun they have very very ridiculous songs very dark weird songs uh and forcing is actually yeah uh on stage (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah i was kind of laughing to myself because every time i see them because they're my 
good friends, you know, every time I see them, I don't want to, like, go out there too much to, you know, like, I, I understand how it looks like when you come up the stage, there is so much to do, and then you go off the stage, then you have to drag everything out, and I don't want to be, like, you know, just kind of in in their business at the time, and I was just a funny idea, I guess I was a little bit tipsy, and I came up to my friend Arthur, who's a very, very talented uh, guitarist and he has many many different projects as well and I was like hey can I come up the stage and just say that and he's like yeah sure <laughs> so he was such a funny sharp you know I would just everybody was like oh hi that's cool and I don't know yeah they so it's funny like, like yeah like a little bit of a cold wave they're also uh, inspired by uh, older like 80s Polish uh, cold wave sound as well which they integrate into their music very, very interesting sound. And again, just like having four different vocalists as well, I, I, I find it's it's very interesting. And it's also very interesting looking at the concert, because when you're at the gig, everybody's like dressed up different and doing a different thing as well. So so very original, very, very interesting sound. Right. Like a relationship with the um, bands. <laughs> yeah that's true i mean like yeah, if you go on their uh, facebook which unfortunately i guess like only polish uh people can sell they they have this sort of thing where uh they take the best out of their audience and the audience just like put so much hate back it's <laughs> like this love hate kind of relationship but it's just like obviously everybody understands the joke so right. it's even more um I don't know, I think it's, it's such a great, funny approach, especially when you come to the gig and everybody shouts Jebać Gruzia, which means fuck Gruzia. But it, everybody has fun and everybody understands the joke, so, you know, it's it's still a, a weird, maybe some kind of a weird Polish appreciation of just like, you know, saying fuck you to somebody, but I love you. You know what I mean? That's great. Oh, that's so great. No ego there whatsoever. Nice. So, so after Gruzia, we have Klaus uh, Mitfa. Yes, we spoke about. Uh, and how do you pronounce the the track? How do you end the Gruzia track? How do you pronounce that? Well, Gruzia is just Gruz, I guess. So it's oh, like yeah, a right. nice small Gruzia and blues, I suppose. Uh, and Klaus Mitfoch uh, is pronounced Schärfschenkmeist. Uh, which means beware of these places. Ah, nice. All right. And then we're going to end the show with a track that you asked for, uh, Marcelina. And it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds... <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Tones on Tail. Yes. Uh, it's one of my top uh, bands. Uh it's uh, I have a few uh, music tattoos on me as well, and Towns on Tile is one of the most important for me as well. Um, I think this album, which we already spoke about it before, about the having some sort of creative freedom into um, creating music, uh, because Towns on Tile is pretty much all Bauhaus member without. Peter Murphy, right, <laughs> right. I guess, uh, without uh, business aspect to it, and at least from 
what I can hear listening to this album, they, they also uh, did uh, Love and Rockets as well. It's another right project of theirs. But especially on this one, it's very, there's a lot of freedom, uh, at least for me. And there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of like wacky songs. Um, but again, it's such a great album from a beginning to end. There's a lot of different songs. It starts off kind of with more power and weirdness and it ends on mostly instrumentals, but they're so, so great. Um, and again, one of my favorite, absolute all-time favorite albums. Nice. Well, that, and that's a wonderful way to end this episode of the Gothic Moose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just to, to, to wrap it up, um, yeah. Yeah, as I always say, uh, don't be silent, do something, and uh, Slava Ukraini. Slava Ukraini. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, no, regular, and, uh, and, and thank you for the, the great work you're doing to support Ukraine, get the different artists out there. And, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's, you know, if, if, if we all did a little something, um, yeah. right? This world would be a much nicer place. <laughs> Some people talk powerless, like, what can I do? But there's always something to do with in what way you, things you can do. You can say, well, I can do this. Right. My music, what I do. So that's what we mm. stuff. Save you. And even as a country, you know, like, that's, that's amazing. Like I was saying before, even though the government took a while to actually do something, it was just so amazing to see people come together and so much power in such movements. And the world as well. Yeah. All of us.
ciemnych przejść Późnych pór Za kanarków schodów win Paru park Końca tras Brudnych ulic, gdzie jest mrok Yeah. Uh-huh. 